and we're live. What? Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me today for another exciting episode of The Blind View, right here, live, brought to you by Becca's World and Blue Butterfly Enterprises, and we're streaming live here on Rumble. How is everybody today? Thank you for joining us today. Um, Sailor and Tamar, how are you guys? Doing good. Good. Okay, so Gino read the list of topics to us, and I'm just going to jump in and get started with the first topic. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is this train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, and, and all of the stuff that it's doing to the re local residents there. Have you guys been following this on the news? Kind of, correct. Um, um, what about it's... you, Sailor? Um, no, I have not been following any news. Honestly, I've been so riled up in my own entrepreneurship journey. I've been, I just got back from Speaker's Playhouse Live, and honestly, y'all, okay. don't, don't okay. expect... Sailor, I appreciate that. I don't want to get off my topic, though. So, yeah. so anyway, we're talking about the situation in East Palestine, Ohio. So, Tamara, what, what do you know about it? Anything? Um, I mean, what I've heard is uh, it's impacting, um, you know, um, the environment, um, and it's 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 bad. Um, yeah. So it's 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 crazy uh, in, in this time. So, um, so it's it's also it's also greatly affecting the health of the correct. human yeah. citizens of the correct. city and and the surrounding communities as well and, yes and it's and that's what happens when these kind of environmental disasters happen is it affects the wildlife and the people in the area and correct um and it doesn't sound like the e like president biden's epa is doing shit for the people down there in East Palestine, Ohio. And so mm -hmm. um, hopefully the Red Cross or somebody will come through to the ground there to help those people. Um, but you know, this, this situation in Palestine, it's like I said, where is, where is President Biden's EPA? Why is this shit going on? Mm -hmm. Those poor people down there, they're, they're like, the government hasn't, shown up yet to help them right and and i think i heard the epa said that they don't plan on going down there and and so um i just really question what's going on in president biden's head right now why he's not making the lives of these people in ohio more of a priority it's just terrible what those people are going through um have you guys seen any of the coverage of the people who are living there that what they're describing I mean, there's crazy. There's no regulations for such a thing. It's, I mean, I was, you know, listening to the news and they were talking about that. Um, well, well, so regulations are one thing, but mm -hmm. um, there, there were definitely, obviously, some balls dropped somewhere along the line, um, and I suspect a lot of them. A lot of the mistakes and problems were made by the by the rail company uh, or or the man operating the yes. train. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Um, but um, one thing that I heard just today is that their lawyers have gotten involved, and I heard that the 
company that's responsible for it has already made an offer of a million dollars to, I don't know, several hundred homeowners there. And I'm assuming that's a million oh. million dollars each, right? Oh my God. Um, so they pretty much have already, that's when you're in this kind of situation in a legal thing like this, that's the same as admitting liability pretty much, right? When you start mm. offering stuff like that to the, to the plaintiffs. So, um, and I'm sure the lawyers, especially down there in Ohio are just drooling, right? Because mm -hmm. if they don't live close enough to get any of these cases, it would be really frustrating, right? Yes. Lawyers are like, they're called ambulance chasers for a reason. So. Yep. Um, but but once the lawyers get involved, there will hopefully be justice for the people. Um, because these people have lost so much. Um, like, so there have been other disasters in our country, right? Like my, mining accidents and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> And, and so there have been other communities where there's been this kind of devastation to the environment, right? And what always happens is the, the property values of the homeowners in the city plummet, right? Which is why I think mm -hmm. it's a really good sign that this company's already offered each of those homeowners a million dollars, right? Because that just says they're, like I said, they already realize they're liable and they're probably going to wind up paying each of those homeowners a lot more than a million dollars when this is all said and done. Um, but but you got to think about all of the poor wildlife that this affected, all of those dead fish. And I'm sure there's not just dead fish, there's probably dead frogs and mm -hmm. lots of other of God's insects and creatures that he created, right? And then all yes. of people getting sick. And so this kind of this kind of um, invasion into the human body tends to do a lot of like, it causes long-term problems to the human body, right? Correct. Like <laughs> these people could wind up um, suffering yeah. deformities, um, cancers, um, different, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Autoimmune diseases because of the exposure to these chemicals, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many things that could happen to all of the men and women um, and children who were exposed to those dangerous chemicals there in Ohio. And, and uh, like uh, the children in that city, right, for the rest of their lives, they're going to be suffering horrible, terrible things, right, because of exposure to those chemicals. And I just really hope that the lawyers that get involved really do help all of the citizens and that they don't just, like, take, like, the lion's share for themselves and ride off into the wind. Um, Mm -hmm. um but do you guys have any more to say about that yeah i'm sure from all those chemicals that they're like breathing it's it's gonna affect their um you know um their health their um um you know all of that they're, so oh yeah yeah, and their health will, when their health is impacted, it will impact their quality of life. And when their quality of life is impacted, it will impact yeah. their whole families exactly. and, and their whole lives. So um, mm -hmm. I, I, I think I'm going to add the community of East Palestine, Ohio, to my, my daily prayer list and start praying for them mm -hmm. until they recover from this. Um, because it's going to be really devastating to them for quite a while. Um, I agree. And the the next thing that i wanted to talk about you guys was all of these ufos 
that are being found floating above our heads in the skies and that yeah. President Biden and his administration are just willy-nilly shooting out of shooting out of the sky or shooting at and missing. Like I heard the other day they shot some missiles at one of these things and the first missile <laughs> missed and that missile was something like $400,000, 400,000 taxpayer dollars we paid for that missile that missed and then the next one apparently hit the the balloon that they were aiming at but um i don't understand why biden's just shooting all of these things out of the sky why aren't we studying them more to see what's going on before we're destroying them and i mean what if there happens to be a person in one of these things you know shouldn't we be like I don't x-ray in these things or looking at them with our tele like our telescopes or our computers because i know our government and our military they have all kinds of really cool far out gadgets right they could study these balloons and these floating objects and learn what's inside of them how they're being operated you know stuff like that are they sending signals back to china or some other place you know what i mean or are they what are they or what are they taking from us down here right what mm. are they receiving of ours right are they hacking into our bank accounts are they hacking into our our personal things right um and so i really I don't want to make people feel scared and I don't feel scared because I know that God is in control and God has my back, just like he has all of our back, right? But for those people who are non-believers, they got to be going nuts out there because knowing that President Biden and his administration are doing this kind of crazy stuff, right? Like, I don't know. It just seems like they should be studying these things more before they just freaking blow them out of the sky. What does everybody else think? Um, I agree. Um, I mean, what I think is um, before they did all of that, they should have basically examined all of those balloons and uh, saw, you know, um, what they needed to do with them um, before reacting to what they did. Um, Exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. so, Is somebody um, doing karate? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm taking something out of the oven. Oh, okay, sailor. Yeah. <laughs> What's it asking? <laughs> it sounded like someone might be breaking blocks of wood with their like no. their karate picks <laughs> or something. That's funny. <laughs> um. So does anybody have anything else to talk about before we take our commercial break? No, I hope that whether there's UFOs, I hope China is not hacking into our systems or anything, you know, trying yeah. to screw us up more. Yeah. <coughs> you know, you guys, we've just been virtual sitting ducks for a long time because our not only do we have all these crazy balloons now floating up above us that our presence mm -hmm. randomly shooting out of the sky, but, but we have also been under direct threat of 
an EMP for a long time now. And our, mm-hmm. our politicians and our government leaders are not doing anything to harden our electronics to protect us from an EMP, right? Mm-hmm. And what if that's what all these balloons were doing? What if they were up there doing something, getting ready to send an EMP over here, right? And, and I don't know, I don't trust the Chinese. Oh. And, oh. and I don't like the fact that Biden seems to Biden and his whole administration, his whole team, they seem to be kind of nonchalant. Like, I don't know if they're hanging out in the lily smoking a bowl right now, but I think we need somebody at the helm who's checking this stuff out, you know, mm-hmm. and who's protecting us. Somebody who's not in bed with the Chinese, but who actually realizes that the Chinese have been quite adversarial to the whole world for a few years now, you know? Um, I feel as if, um, the Biden administration need to regulate also the tech sector as well, um, more strictly. Um, what what kind of regulations are you suggesting? Um, um, I feel that he's he's a bit more lenient. I mean, he's not as strict. Um, so I feel as if, um, he needs to be more stricter. So what kind of restrictions or regulations do you feel President Biden needs to put on the tech sector? Um, I'm not sure what you mean. Gosh, um, I'm like trying to think. Like, you know, with those companies who... You know, like, um, so when you're talking about, um, when you're talking about, um, privacy, when you're talking about, um, that kind of stuff. So you feel like President Biden needs to do more to protect our privacy when it comes to how much of our private information these (coughs) giants are able to access, right? Correct, correct, yes. Okay, so I think that's a little bit different than regulation. Well, both both need to be regulated, I feel. Becca, let's take a commercial break, but this might be a good segue when we get back for you to talk about the uh, censorship and what happened to you. Right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick commercial break, so please stay with us. Um, We'll be right back. Here we go. Hey, guys, guess what? My fourth book, Still Busy Steering, is now available. You can get this on Amazon Print On Demand. Kindle digital download and we'll have the Amazon version done by February 2023 and Linda Nelson is reading the audible version just like she read Metamorphosis and Metamorphosis and Still Busy Seeing Our Sequel. So please be sure to check out my first short story collection Metamorphosis and the sequel Still Busy Steering and I would really appreciate it if you could drop me a line and let me know what you thought. And if you'd go up to Amazon and write me re- a review about each book when you're done. Thank you very much. And now back to the show. Okay. And we're back. And uh, so okay. uh, the next topic is the uh, censorship. Yeah. So guys, um, so Gino and I um, launched started this YouTube channel back in 
like 2019, right? We launched our first videos on YouTube the first week of October, 2019. And Gino and I have been working very hard for over three years now to build our, our voice in the world, right? And to get our message out there, right? Because yeah. I just feel like we have some really important messages we're trying to get out there. Um, and, and I want people to hear about my books, right? So that's why on the commercial breaks, people see me talking about my books because I want people to learn about my books on my videos too. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's what we've been doing. And, and this whole time, all of these over three years now, like I said, Gino and I, have, nobody is paying Gino and me to do this stuff. We're volunteering our time and our energies, right? Yeah. And, and, and we brought other people on board over time to work with us. And some of those people went on to do other things, but there's people who are still here working with us, right? But all this time, it's been just Gino and me volunteering our time, right? Mm -hmm. And our YouTube channel, can somebody mute Sailor, please? Because he's on the phone or something, and I'm trying to talk. Um, but so over time, like we launched our first video on our YouTube channel the first week of October 2019, and for three years we worked our asses off, providing. Maybe in the beginning it wasn't the best material or the best job, right? But we're. I mean, I'm. A, I'm a, an amateur. I'm a, a nobody, right? I've never done anything professionally before. Computer, so what time is it? I'm just. Could somebody please mute Sailor? Um. Anyway, so so like as I was saying, Gino and I have worked really hard. We put our blood, sweat, and energies into our show and our channel, and and what we present on Becca's World for over three years and, and we like financially it costs us both financially and and you know you know what i mean and mm -hmm. and just because we're we have an important message we want people to hear like like if you guys watch my videos so many so many of my videos i'm talking about our power as individuals right and that's what they're trying to stop they're trying to stop the individual american from succeeding in this country. Because if the individual American starts succeeding, then we're all gonna succeed. Because we'll all learn how to succeed, right? And how to overcome. And, and so that's all I've been doing is trying to share my message on my videos and encouraging people to read my books because my writing is much better than my performance in my videos. And, mm -hmm. and so, so last, I think it was in December, YouTube pulled us down. They just completely destroyed our channel, pulled us down after over three years of all our hard work. We had over 3,000 subscribers during that period of time. We had we were pretty popular on, on YouTube, I think, for a blind woman, right, who lives in uh, Arizona, right, who... Um, has never done anything professionally in her life, right? I feel like I was doing my best and I was doing a pretty good job, right? But like I said, I think it was December, YouTube just willy-nilly pulled our channel down and it was really hard. You know what I mean? I, I, I almost cried because I was like, all this work down the tubes, right? 
But, you know, I've had to work hard on a lot of projects in my life and I've been kicked in the teeth and had the rug pulled out from under me before, right? So we didn't give up. We continued carrying on because we were still, we have our Rumble channel and there's Facebook, right? Well, not anymore, ladies and gentlemen. I just found out within the last 24 hours that Facebook has now pulled Becca's World off too. They pulled my Facebook page that I was doing it through down. So I can no longer do Becca's World on Facebook. The only platform that you can now find Becca's World on is Rumble, ladies and gentlemen. So thank God for Rumble. And now that I'm speaking of Rumble, a conservative platform, I want to mention another conservative platform that I've become aware of recently and fall in love with. And that is Newsmax TV. You guys, wow, this stuff is crazy. Yeah, if you guys haven't checked out Newsmax TV yet, you guys really need to go check them out. I'm, you know, I subscribe to um, YouTube TV every month, and I think it costs me somewhere between $80 and $90 a month to get YouTube TV. And the only reason I've been subscribing to YouTube TV all these years is so I could get Fox News. But you know what? I haven't even had a desire to watch Fox News since I discovered um, Newsmax about a month and a half ago, right? So I think I'm going to go ahead and call youtube tv later this week and cancel my subscription with them and that'll be saving me like i said at least eighty dollars a month and i just need to pull the other members of my household because i think they're all logged yeah. into my youtube tv app and i need to find out how much they're using it i know the only time i used it was like i said to go watch fox news so um but yeah i really love uh newsmax um tv it's really good stuff um I want to, I have not yet had a chance to go up and look at all of what Newsmax has to offer. I don't know if it's just the one channel. I know on this one channel, they have lots of different programs, lots of different shows and lots of different commentators and um, uh, pundits and stuff, right? And it's all really interesting and fascinating to me. And I really like the way they present the news and stuff. Um, but I want to find time to go and look at the Newsmax app and see if there's somewhere on there maybe they have other channels as well maybe they, i don't know i they probably would never be interested in doing like a movie channel or anything like that but you know whatever newsmax does i want to try to support them so um so what's what other topics are on our list guys does anybody remember or maybe gino can remind us did you want to talk about nikki haley oh yeah yeah let's talk about nikki haley so nikki haley um, I got to go, y'all. I need to get ready for another call. Okay, bye, Sailor. Thank you for mm -hmm. joining us today. See you later, bye. friend. Okay, so as I was saying, Nikki Haley, the governor of South Carolina, has announced her candidacy for president of the United States of America in the 2024 race. Mm -hmm. and, for, and she's running on the Republican ticket. And so I just wanted to mention that. Cameron, have you heard anything about Nikki Haley? And yes, um, I've, I've heard it. And uh, she seems very, very cool uh, candidate. And, um, you know, I've, uh, I've heard uh, when, when she like announced it. And, um, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I just need to hear, hear some more from her. So, you know, I'll yeah. be, uh, I'll be like, no, um, um, 
I'll be, you know, uh, I'll be interested uh, to see what she's going to be uh, talking yeah. about and supporting. We'll see. Right. Yeah. And like, so I know nothing about Nikki Haley, right? I need to study up on her too, but I've seen some of what she's been saying and mm -hmm. I, I got a chuckle out of her what she said about um, her high heels and how it hurts worse when you kick back when you're wearing high heels. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought that was hilarious, right? I honestly, <laughs> I, I actually have some really cute things that I say because of the wars I used to fight with lawyers, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and so I understand where she's coming from with that, but mm -hmm. being able to come up with cute little sayings and stuff and being right. able to run a country are two different things. So I'm excited to learn more about Nikki Haley Mm -hmm. And um, if she is on the Republican ticket running against Joe Biden or any other Democrat, I'm sure I will vote for her. But right now in the, um, not the general election, but the primary, when mm -hmm. the Republican primary comes around, I'm afraid I'm going to have to vote for President Trump, not, not Nikki Haley. Because, I mean, President Trump is... Uh, proven commodity, right? We know, we know what President Trump can do. And we know how he would run the country, right? We, we know, re remember how strong we all were when he was in office? Does anybody remember, uh, like, how, how good things were? Like, I remember all my blind friends were opening businesses. All my African-American friends were opening businesses or they had good things going on, right? And, and, and so that's just one thing that I noticed when President Trump was in office, everybody around me was succeeding. Everybody was happy because prices were low, jobs were, were available, um, wages were high, right? And, and things were going well for all of us. And then that stupid uh, Chinese virus was released into the world right and well anyway everybody knows what happened after that but my point is we can get back to where we were before the china virus ever came about right and we can do that with president trump back in the white house so i will be voting for president trump in the republican primary um what about you tamar um i have you to vote, say my friend do I vote? do vote. I do vote, but I I have to see who would basically be. You know, I have to hear voices. I have to. Um, right. Well, I have to basically see who is the strongest. Um, so 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 you you know you've been have you been studying President Biden for the last couple of years? I have. Do you? So do you feel like you have a pretty good understanding of who he is? Uh, I do. Uh, there's some things uh, he's strong at and there's some things uh, he's not, so. Okay, and so what about President Trump? Do you feel like you know him and what he stands for pretty good? Um, I do. Okay, and but Nikki Haley, she's the only unknown commodity in this question, isn't she? I, I don't. Um, yeah, and so unfortunately, we are, all of us are going to have to learn more about this woman, right? Before correct, we ever correct. cast the ballot for or against her. And exactly. we have plenty of time to do that. But mm -hmm. I just, 
I wanted to talk about her because like I said, I kind of found her little slogan kind of funny where she said, when you're when you're wearing heels and you kick back, it hurts worse, right? And right. <laughs> so one thing that I can already tell about Nikki Haley is she obviously has a lot of spunk and a lot of great personality and she's probably very mm. clever. So whoever she winds up running against, whether it be in the primary or if she makes mm-hmm. it to the general election, you know, it's bound to be an interesting an interesting campaign. So anyway, right. I think it's great that we have some really good Republican contenders. We've got President Trump mm-hmm. has already thrown his hat in the race. Um, and now we have Nikki Haley. Um, did the did the governor of Texas or of Florida uh, officially announce, do you know, Tamar? Uh, I don't think so. Not yet. Yeah, but I, I suspect, I believe he's probably, he may be in running for the Republican nomination as well. So Correct. Um, there's a lot of really cool Republican candidates to choose from. And mm-hmm. Nikki Haley might not be the only female that throws her hat in the race. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Carrie Lake. I love Carrie Lake. I can oh, yes. definitely see her running for president. Um, mm-hmm. um, and Sarah Palin. I would love to see Sarah Palin run for president too. I love Sarah mm-hmm. Palin as well. Um, so, yeah, these are just some other strong female re- Republicans that I know about Correct. that I'd mm-hmm. love to cast a vote for. So, anyway, um, ladies and gentlemen, please stay tuned. And if you maybe you're someone who's never taken an interest in the political realm, right, and what's going on, maybe you never watch anything during campaign season, right? Maybe you just shut the TV off and say, "Oh, I'm tired of hearing it," right? And maybe you don't even go to the polls, right? But it is really quite important, actually, that we pay attention to what these people are saying and doing, because Mm -hmm. these are the people, like, one of these people is going to be the next president, just like one of these people, well, we just had a race for governor here, right? So we now have a new governor here in Arizona. But but like, it's so important that you get involved and, and learn as much as you can about the candidates and mm-hmm. the issues. Don't yep. don't just hide your head under a rock and say, oh, I'm not going to vote because my vote doesn't count. Or mm-hmm. I'm not going to vote because, my, you know, my voice will never be heard. Or I'm not going to vote because none of the candidates are good, right? Mm-hmm. The point is, if you live in this country, you should have a say so about what happens here, especially if you have children. And I have children. I have grandchildren too. So because of these things, I take voting very seriously. And I try yeah. to educate myself about the different people. So if you've never voted, please vote in this next election in 2024, okay? And in the meantime, you've got almost two years to educate yourself about the issues. So it's time to get that's, busy. That's how you make change. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people, we've been suffering greatly here because of this, uh, the um, inflation, right? And all of this other stuff. Well, too. the way to yep. change that is with your vote, right? Yeah. If you don't like the people in power who are causing this inflation and all this other stuff, you need to vote them out. So... I don't mm-hmm. want to hear anybody complaining anymore if they're not willing to go vote. And, yep. and I'm going to start telling that to my relatives, too, and my friends, if I hear them complaining, I'm going to be like, I don't want to hear you complaining unless you vote. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I happen right. to know some of my relatives don't vote. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but. 
And see, I'm a member of the National Federation of the Blind and the NFB takes voting very seriously because they understand that as blind Americans, we have important things to say, right? And we have good ideas, good ideas, some of which should be implemented in this country. So it's important that we get involved in the political process. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. And and there's so many ways to get involved, you guys. Like I'm writing books, I'm doing videos, right? I'm making a movie and I've got some other entertainment projects going on, right? But but there's so many things that all of us can do. You can volunteer for your favorite candidates campaign and pass out their flyers or go door to door on their behalf and do stuff like that, right? So I just encourage everybody to get involved because this is how we're gonna save our country by all of us who love this country, who have great ideas, getting involved. Correct. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. What other topics do we have to talk about, Gino? So uh, you didn't talk about the Ukrainians running out of ammunition and then Valentine's Day, the woman that had more kids. Oh, yeah. So on Valentine's Day, I, I saw, well, it was like the day after Valentine's Day, I saw a report about this woman who had five kids at home, right? And on Valentine's Day, she gave birth to seven more kids. Oh my I, god. I might actually have that reversed. It might have been seven at home and she gave birth to five more on Valentine's Day, right? But my point is the woman now has 12 kids at home. That's more than any individual person or any couple <laughs> can financially support. And it's so irresponsible. It's irresponsible financially. <laughs> and oh it's yeah, it's good to laugh at, but think about all of those kids, the neglect that they're gonna mm -hmm. suffer because their parents can't possibly take care of all of them. And 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 then the 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 drain on all of like all of the social services this woman's gonna need, right? To pay and clothe right. or feed and clothe and and house 12 kids? Like, mm -hmm. you know what size of house that's gonna take? Correct. Like, like now I mean, life is precious, life is good, but People need to be responsible and not have more children than they can take care of on their own. Like I've, I've watched so many people over my lifetime, relatives and, mm -hmm. and friends and just neighbors and community members, right? Pop out kid after kid after kid after kid and make the state pay them money to support those kids, right? And it, mm -hmm. it's... It's just so irresponsible. And not only is it irresponsible financially and physically, but it takes away one's abilities as an individual to do things to better themselves and better their community. Because if, like, as a woman, like, so I have two children, you guys. After I had my second child, I went and got my tubes tied because I knew I didn't want to have any more kids. I didn't keep having kid after kid after kid and getting more financial services and more financial aid from the government mm -hmm. for it, you know, more what social services from the government and more on the taxpayer's dollar and stuff, you know. And the thing is, I've watched so many of these women, like m people in my own age group, right? And I, when I was in my late teens and my, then my early 20s and then my late 20s, I watched so many of the women I knew who were my own age 
go out and have all of these kids, right? And then they, they, they can't even handle all these kids and they get cranky and bitchy with these kids. So then not only are these kids neglected at home and at school and everywhere else, but then they've got a bitchy mom who is cranky with them and then she starts to destroy their self image and, and how they feel about themselves because she uses terrible words when she speaks to these children. And I just really wish people would take, use their brains and think before they just get pregnant. And these fertility drugs need to stop. Five kids in one pregnancy? That is ridiculous. Does yeah. anybody remember Octomom? She had, was it eight kids or 10 kids or something? That lady, I think that was eight. in the 90s. Yeah, eight kids. So. Mm. And it's these fertility drugs that are doing it. And I know some people are infertile, but there's got to be a better way about do, going about impregnating them instead of them having five, eight, ten kids at one time. Um, mm -hmm. I really feel like these doctors and these scientists and these pharmacies that are creating these drugs and stuff, they need to exercise some responsibility and some restraint in how these drugs are being allowed to be used by these these women who are getting pregnant um because yeah it's like i said it just it doesn't make sense to take on so much in life that you can't possibly take care of it all and then you become a burden on the whole society around you mm -hmm. so that's how i feel about that and and if you can't have children there is adoption there are so many great kids out there who need good homes. So I encourage you, if you're wanting to have a child, go look at adoption. Um, and there's children all over the world that need to be adopted, but especially right here at home in the United States. Because when, when most people go to adopt children, for some reason, a lot of times they look overseas first, right? And, and so American children who are in need of adoption, they get left in the foster care system until they're really old and it's not fair to them. Mm -hmm. um, we really yeah. need to change how we're doing a lot of the things here in America and start looking out for our children and our what's going on in our backyard and in our communities, right? Like we're, we're sending all this money overseas to Ukraine now um, to help them over there, but we need to rebuild here too. And we need to think about our children and our children's future. Mm -hmm. um, that's just what I think. Um, does any, Tamara, do you have anything else to add before we end the show? Um, no, I just want to say that, um, you know, uh, I agree with you. Uh, we just need to focus on our country and uh, what's happening here. And yeah really um not um not think about what's happening overseas and all that so mm -hmm. um well well we have so much crazy stuff going on here in america in our schools and in our correct. libraries have you heard about what's going on in some of the public libraries um can you give I me more context with these drag queens and story hour uh yes what do you think about that tamar it's crazy it is um, <laughs> i i don't know what to tell you it's it's unbelievable so um, when i was a 
when I was a child and could see, I remember seeing drag queens and they mm -hmm. frightened me as a child, right? They were scary. Mm -hmm. And and when I saw them, my head and my heart said, that is wrong and twisted and demented and something mm -hmm. I need to stay away from. And now these public libraries are allowing these drag queens to come in and do story hour so that children who are in the library are listening to all this stuff and watching these drag queen sh plays that are put on and stuff and these drag queen mm -hmm. skits and stuff. And for me, for one, it really makes me sick. Why are our yeah. tax dollars paying for these, funding these public libraries where mm -hmm. these drag queens are going in and al they're allowed to, to put on this sick, demented, twisted, half-sexual show for our children and while our children mm -hmm. are supposed to be being read mary had a little lamb jack and jill some other mm -hmm. good you know more wholesome reading than whatever these books are these drag queens are reading and doing plays and stuff about so mm -hmm. anyway um i'm just thankful every day that my kids my sons are teenagers now right they're no longer s small and impressionable right and, and when my kids were small and impressionable, I had them in a good Christian school. So I was aware yeah. of the stuff they were learning. And, and I never took them to a public library without being right there with them, right? Or any other public place. So, mm -hmm. um, but ladies and gentlemen, we need one thing we need to realize in this country as parents is our children are under attack from all sides. So please, please protect your children, okay? And please put your he head up and keep your eyes and ears open about what they're seeing and hearing out there. Um, guys, I really need to end this show because we keep dragging it on, but please go up to Becca's World and check out uh, my books. You can go up to Amazon and purchase any of my four books. My most recent book is called Still Busy Steering um, by Rebecca yep. S. Meadows, so please go check that out. Um, and please be sure that you're subscribed to us here on Rumble so you don't miss any of our episodes. Um, thank you so much for joining us today on Becca's World. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out, y'all. That's a wrap. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.